Hello, welcome to the third episode. Is third, episode. third episode, okay. yes. It's still Chinese New Year now, right? By the time we push this out, it'll be Wednesday. So it's the fifth day of Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year! Happy Chinese Say New Year, guys. Greeting with Wu something something. Oh my god. What's Wu? Because it's the fifth day of Chinese New Year. Wu Xiang. Fuck you, lah. Wu Lingman. Master. I don't have any. You. I don't have any. Okay, either. anyway. If you hear another voice, we have a guest today. Her name is Faith. Faith, say hi. Hello. Welcome, Faith. She's Thank my you. friend. And she's going to join us today to share her experience. Yeah. Yeah, so today we're going to discuss about gendered expense. Okay. Which um, are things that each gender just naturally needs, need to pay for just because you are a particular gender. And the age-old question that we'll try to answer today is Does life cost more for a man or a woman? For a woman? Okay, I didn't say you have to answer now about okay. <laughs> Because women live longer Okay, anyway, so there's this myth, right? That women buy shoes and men buy power You think that's true? The well, only man here? So, yes Okay, what about the other woman here? <laughs> do you agree? Yeah, I do agree with that though. I think I buy clothes more, la, not shoes, but <laughs> I kind of agree too. But it's a myth, leh. It's like a stereotype. You just bought we shoes. Agree. You just bought this new pair of shoes. No, that's not the point. The point is we shouldn't agree because it's a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's how we quiet to be though. Yeah, no. I don't know. Eh. Okay, so today we'll discuss that. Yeah, boom. Okay, let's start off with um what I read on New- the New York Times. Uh. Okay, I'm going to quote, like, quote, read. So, um, there was this article and it talked about how uh, money isn't gendered, but men and women deal with it quite differently. And that women spend more than men on apparel, according to this website called Smart Asset, which is a fintech company, financed, financial tech company. Yeah, fintech. Um, but men spend more on other things like takeout, alcohol, and cars. So overall, apparently, single men spend slightly more than women, but that may also be because they out-earn women. And frivolous spending has nothing to do with gender, but the myth of the frivolous female spender just won't seem to go away. Yeah, that's true. Uh. I feel like women um, generally, because of society, right, we are made to feel very embarrassed for spending frivolously. Eh? Like The things that we buy are seen to be very useless. Like how come you need so many bags? How come you need so many shoes? How how come you need so much makeup? How come you need so much of this? Like That's just like ah, like true. when men buy watches, like they have ten fucking watches, then nobody says like oh how come you got so many watches? How come you got so many cars? Right? Yeah, that's true. It's accepted by other men, but not so by women, I think. I feel like women don't really question it. Like, eh, how come you buy so many cars? Oh, that's it's true. like okay, oh your lot of cars they're very good. <laughs> yeah. And like women will look out more to this kind of men or like the more cars Yeah but more why don't men look out to women who have more bags? Subconsciously they do though I mean really men they? I feel like they... more attractive well-kempt women But there yeah. is always a limit Like you can be You need to be put together But you cannot be too vain You know? Too vain ah, It's like if you're too vain then like Oh sorry like you're not the type that I want to like marry You can only be But guys also can be like that Guys also can be like that right? When you have the same thing like if the guy goes like to a very far extent to like put on moisturizer, toner. That's fine, I think that's good. Huh? <laughs> For real? I think guys should take care of their skin what? Then like before they go out they have, they'll put sunblock 
That's why also. Huh? Really? Yeah. Hello, you, have, you don't put some like you get cancer. Hello. <laughs> Protect your health. Hey, but anyway, we're supposed to talk about expenditure. Okay, okay, expenditure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, let's start off with like some things that women just have to buy because we are women, which really, really pisses me off, by the way. Okay. Yeah, what are some things that you have to buy just because you are a girl? Um, it might be too much information for the guys out there, but for monthly needs, Fuck it, just when we have it. our periods, pets is one of them. Oh my god, and you know it's so irritating because like for girls that have cramps, yeah. then every month not only do I have to spend on a pet, I need to spend on like the freaking um the heat pack. Oh yeah, for a bit of relief. What's that called? Uh, the heat pack. Menstrual heat. Menstrual heat, very good heat pack. Yeah. Shout out, not sponsored. Huh? <laughs> sometimes Wait, you're wearing it. Yeah. Well, menstrual heat, like the heat pack that they sell at 7 Eleven. Huh? Yeah. yeah, and then like sometimes um suddenly the cramps come me to buy the freaking menstrual, like the Panadol menstrual yeah, for shit. The pink pill. Yeah, it's the just pink so pill. much. The and the thing is you never know where it's gonna come. True. Then you have to like stock up or like you, when it comes then you have to go and buy, which is like some, which is like quite a big expense. Huh? You guys Panadol is very expensive. And then I still have like other stuff like waxing. I guess men also. Some men also go, but, but it's like more, more acceptable go, right? for men to have hair. Yes, I agree. <laughs> more, more acceptable, more acceptable for, for men to have hair. Okay, like, true, uh. personally, I also don't like to have hair. La. It's like oh, yeah. a true, true. hygiene thing, but I do agree that it's more acceptable for men to have hair. Then, like, need to go and do lashes. Oh, then, yes. after that, need to go thread the brows, <laughs> Facial brow embroidery, buy makeup. Chinese New Year must do nails. Chinese New Year still got the extra charge. <laughs> That's true. You need to buy bras. Guys don't need to buy bras. Guys wear the same fucking underwear since they are like what ten. See, <laughs> no lah, that's damn gross. Tidies, whities. That's damn gross. So there's this thing about pink packs. Do you know about it? Heard of it, but I'm not very sure what's it. Do you know what it is, Faith? No, but something in Korea, is it? Or pink no, tax? no. So pink tax, right? It happens globally. Oh. It just means that like it's a tax on products that are for women. So things like in the supermarket, there can be like two shavers. One is just normal like for men and one is like pink packaging, like you know marketed towards women. Yeah. Um, most of the time, right, the one in the pink packaging is the same exact thing as the men one, but it's like 20, 20 to 30% more expensive. So it happens across a, like a lot of products. Like Panadol, menstrual, oh, yeah, it's true. actually normal Panadol <gasps> really? that is pink. Do you know that? Ah, yes. The only extra thing is that it reduces bloating or like ah, yeah. Okay. But the ingredient is the same. But you will go and buy the pink one, right? Because you yeah. think like oh maybe it will do something for my female body. I don't know. Yeah, have you have you tried eating a normal Panadol? For yeah, yeah. So now work? I change. I think normal painkillers. And it works. Oh my god, yeah, it works. As normal, well as the pink normally, at, like it's just the same effect. So you should tell everyone. Yeah, just <laughs> buy the normal Panadol when you have cramps. Actually, you shouldn't even take. Yeah. You you get dependent on it. But yeah. So pink tax is like a real thing, even in Singapore. Um it can be like razors, shavers, um, even things that guys don't need to buy, like pets, they are quite like a high expense. Yeah. Imagine the amount of pet we have to use. In our lifetime. <laughs> it's quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, also there was this article that said that even women's clothing is also generally more expensive than men. Like, like normal clothing okay. and then the reason is because they like stores perceive that women are willing to spend more so they just charge us more because we okay. will spend on it ma. like if we see it's pink then we'll buy it 
So they charge us more and then they earn more. Actually, it's the same thing. I was just talking um, to Faith about going for this HPV jab, which is a vaccination against uh, cervical, cancer. cervical cancer and some other like female targeted diseases. I mean, yeah. men also will get lah, but so basically, basically right, this jab, um, you can only go for it before 26. 26. And it takes about six months to complete three jabs. So if you are below 26 right now, do go for it because it, reduce, it reduces your chance of getting cervical cancer. See totally? Um, no, by, by like about seven percent Yeah, by a, by a very high percentage. But it's fucking expensive, what the fuck? <laughs> Basically, right, there are like three types. Anyway, don't talk about the shittiest type, like, nobody cares. But Oh, but that one is covered. So yeah, 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 so like the shittiest type, which covers only like against two strains. The government is like free, basically. When but, you're 13. But like, there's this other two types, which is like Gardasil 4 and Gardasil 9. Mm. So Gardasil 4 protects against four strains or whatever. And then Gardasil 9 is obviously the best, like it protects against nine strains. But the only the Gardasil 4 is... Massive claimable. Massive claimable. And it's about like 100 plus already? 200 plus? Yeah, probably around there. 200 plus, yeah. But that's like the mid-range one. So if you want to go and get the one that protects you against the most number of strains, right? It's not claimable at all. It's $570. Sorry for shouting. It's $570 for the cheapest one. Eh. The cheapest is $570. Eh. And you got to do it three times. Um, uh, the total cost is around cost. $570. Yeah. Okay. Like, what? Anyway, guys so, um, can go, can but, go this, huh? but it's more common for women to go. Because the chances of guy get, guys getting cervical cancer. cancer other forms, there are other forms of uh, cancers. Oh. It's, a, it's a lot lower. But do guys have this kind of like things that they have to go for? Uh, no, not that I know at least. <laughs> you have right? I didn't even know like, I didn't even know women had, had this oh, kind of thing. So yeah. this is a damn gender, gender expense. Anyway, she asked Zena to go for it. I okay. mean, she still got some time, but yeah, it's after, because after you turn 26, I think the effectiveness uh, yeah, wears yeah. down quite, quite a lot. But sure, $570 is really not cheap. Yeah, so I guess um, in general, personal care costs more for women. Mm. But what about other stuff like who buys the condoms? What do you think? For me... In the relationship, should a guy buy the condom or should a girl buy the condom? I mean, personally, I've never bought condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be the guy. Leh. I mean, unless you want to go and sleep around in a club, then... You should carry la, like the girl should carry la, right? Cause if the guy <laughs> don't have, then like you're fucked. They can do it raw. Right? Yeah, but the girl is the one who's fucked. Unless the girl is the one with AIDS, then that's oh, fucked. That's true. But I do know of a lot of people, a, a lot of female friends who are very comfortable with doing it raw. That's we're not talking you about can la, but yeah. yeah it, we're talking about like okay, but if if one gender is responsible for the condom buying, which gender <laughs> should it be? I guess it's guys lah. I think it should be guys. I mean, there, there's this... Girls also should protect. For me, I don't think it's gender specific. I think it's rather who wants to feel more protected. Then you buy the condom. But it's always the girl that needs to be protected. Well, because it's the girl that gets pregnant. <laughs> but, Wait, we're but, talking about in a relationship now? Or just... Uh, whatever. Uh, either, either way. Hmm. But aside from pregnancy, the condom protects you from AIDS and stuff like that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But pregnancy is the bigger issue, you know, right? True. It is quite an issue, but but there's always Plan B, but okay. Oh, that, that's oh, another topic. Okay. <laughs> well, I think it's quite fucked up, but like, I I think I kind of agree that guys don't really care. About yeah, condoms. like guys will only buy it 
if they like they are in a relationship and a girlfriend like insists, insists. right? It's not like I will buy it. I will buy condoms. Okay, then yeah, you're very responsible. Good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> birth control, eh? Who do you think should pay for the birth control? Mm, I think that's on the girls. But the thing is, the birth control usually, right? Okay, like there are girls who go on birth control for like other reasons, yeah. like um, reduce cramps or whatever, right? But a lot of the time, guys want the girlfriend to go on birth control. Oh, really? Yeah. Very I think true, yeah. if it's the choice of the guy, then, then he should pay, yeah, right? He should be the one paying. Mm. Or at least speak both ways, lah. Whatever the guy. <laughs> if, the, if the guy wants, then the guy should pay. Yeah. But then again, the girl has to want it also, what? or agree to it. Right? No, but it, it doesn't really take much for the girl, ma. It does, though. As in, you just have to take the pill. There are adverse effects for oh, yeah, control. control. Well. You know that birth control has a limit? You can only take max 10 years. Ah, for real? Yeah. You cannot take more than 10 years. If not, your birthing, birthing abilities will be affected. Because wow. there are side effects as well. Yeah. As in, I do know there are side effects, but I didn't know there was like a cap of there's 10 years. There's a cap, there's a yeah. cap. Interesting. So if you start thinking when you're very young, right? Like like you're 17, then you're 27, you have to stop. And after 27, you cannot take any more at all. But does birth control pills help any other thing? Yes. What? So there are people who take it um to reduce cramps okay. during periods. Um, they also regulate your periods for people yeah. who have inconsistent yeah. periods. And got a lot of other things. Like a lot of people take really then they lose a lot of weight or they get a lot of weight. You, oh, like yeah. you don't really know what's the so, effect. It depends on your body. Okay, next up, um, we can talk about paying for dates. I think we spoke about this in the last episode, right? Did we? Did we? Yeah, like in the club. And oh, the peer pressure thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But today is another um, perspective, I guess. Okay, let's talk about men paying on dates. Do you believe in going Dutch or not? Yes. I believe in that as well. I don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to um, define going Dutch is like you're split there then. Like y'all split the bill 50-50 So if the girl pays first The guy The girl will be like It can transfer me like 50% of it Oh okay then no So I don't believe in that Cause I think I know I don't be very calculative I feel like it's too much For me to bear Why? Cause I'll be the kind of person Who like Okay I'll pay for it Then you can pay for this thing And it doesn't need to be The equal amount Like if dinner was $50 And then the person The guy pay for The movie tickets Which is $20 Mm. I won't be like Oh you still owe me $30 That's fucking weird It's like so stingy (laughs) Why eh? As in I think it's a good habit To practice eh Isn't it? Why? Maybe if you just Met the person Yeah Like At the start of the date Then sure But even then I don't really care But but for me The the order is reversed If it's a girl That I just met And I'm Someone I'm trying to chase, yeah. I will pay. Oh, yeah, you will pay. Yeah, then you don't believe in going Dutch lah. Going Dutch is really split like, like you will want to split with the girl. The girl should also pay. But I, I will split after we get together. Like with Zinia, oh my God. we will split. Guys are always like that. Like, <laughs> like for me it's reverse, you know. Like maybe at the start we will yeah, split. But correct. if I get to know the person more and like we are together for them long really, then it's like, huh, you need to split. It's so much fun. I'll be like, okay, uh, Bao, you pay for the ticket key, then I pay for the... Or maybe it's because most of the time when I'm out with Zinia, I'm, I'm usually the one who pays first. Ah, but she'll be like, I transfer you up. Uh. Mm, she'll automatically transfer. Okay, another question. If you're on a Tinder date, first date, uh, like you are the one that asks the other person out, doesn't matter gender, will you offer to pay? You confirm will offer to pay. Uh. Yeah. 
Oh, but you only, you only offer to pay if you like the other person or you <laughs> offer to pay even if it didn't really go that well? Even if it doesn't go well, I'll still pay. Okay, what about you? It, you ask the guy out. I think if you are asking the person out, then you should be the one paying. Huh? I think that if- I wouldn't let the girl pay even if she's the one who asked me out. Oh, then that's a blessing. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> I will make the guy pay even if I asked him out. <laughs> For me, it's, I will see how the day is going. Eh. Okay. Like if I super 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 like the guy and I like oh my god I super love him, okay. I'll, I'll, I will offer to pay. But if it, if the guy is like, then I'll be like uh maybe you can speak with him. Maybe you transfer me back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have this like rule, uh, like not really rule, cause I've never been on a Tinder date, so I don't know why the fuck I have this rule. Okay. Basically, right, the paying person is usually the one who wants to see the other person again. Financial advisor oh, much. Wow, wow, that's thinking. Yeah, right. Five. So you pay first, like you fight to pay first, and then the most, the other guy or the girl will be like, oh no, let me do then you you'll be like, then my uh next time you ask me out for lunch. Oh, that's really smooth. Next time you can treat me to lunch. Next time you can treat me to dinner. Sneaky like you smooth. I don't know why I'm so smooth because I haven't been on the dinner <laughs> date. I've been like, attached for five years, so <laughs> if you wanted to say something about grab pay, he got advice to give. Oh, okay. So for guys um, because we pay all the time, right? Recently, with GrabPay, we can earn Grab reward points by paying with GrabPay. So, like, you link your credit card to top up your GrabPay, then use GrabPay to pay for the for the food, for example. Then you can earn additional points for every dollar that you spend. I think it's like ten points to a dollar. In now the points are really very little, right? Compared to last yeah, time, yeah, it's ridiculous. Eh? they are actually gonna drop it by much, even for Again? that. Oh my God, okay, but yeah. at least you can still earn something. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> So for guys who have to pay for first dates, then like that you earn points up. Then after that, you can use the points to pay for the grab to send the girl home later. And you'll still be able to fulfill, fulfill all your <laughs> fulfill all your credit card uh spending requirements to get a higher interest, etc. Also basically after today, if a girl sees a guy paying by grab pay, then he's like, like, oh cash la. Oh, he's like bros trying to save money. <laughs> bros trying to get that higher interest. Okay, then wife, one question. Wife, Mary. Would like good financial planning be one of your requirements in a guy? I feel that not when I initially meet him because it's kind of weird to talk about financial. Mm. Right? I mean, you will know how much he earns and stuff, but you won't talk into the, in, so in that. I think it depends on which stage in life yeah, I'm at. Because uh, if yeah, I'm 17, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to think yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. a guy to spend money on me. Yeah, 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 but yeah, when yeah. I'm starting no, to reach the age to get Usually, married. right, when you're 17, I mean, the younger you are, mm-hmm. you see whether the guy is kiam siap or not. Oh, yeah. Then the older you are, you see whether it's like the reverse. Yeah. Like the more kiam siap he is, you like, this one's a catch. Isn't that scary for the guy? Like, you love him, then after that, later you hate him for the same thing. Isn't this like all the memes out there? No, but I think you need to see like whether the guy is willing to spoil you. But at, the t- okay. at that later stage in life, you need the guy to be financially savvy so that you can have a future together. To be so very I honest, right, together. I feel like if after together for 10 years, the guy still fucking spoils you like crazy, <laughs> like it's the first date, it's a bit unrealistic, right? Or am I just too unspoiled in my relationship? Khalil <laughs> <laughs> does not spoil me at all. I think some guys do spoil like, the same level as the first time you you date but, but special so dates special dates but you yeah. know how like when you're first together you're like oh everybody also want to buy oh, like buy this true. gift buy that gift then if after 10 years still buy you'll be like what the fuck stop fucking buying me gifts bitch you say that man if 10 years your husband buys stuff you said yeah, stop buying yeah, me yeah. stuff I'll be like can you don't buy this kind of nonsense or not 
It's really about what That's what my mom does like that. Oh. oh, really? Yeah. Is it because your mom don't like the items? No, no, no. Like, because <laughs> my dad like to anyhow buy stuff. Yeah, like, she doesn't like that it. kind of guy. But obviously at the start, she liked, right? Because he threw it and all that. Right now, she just like, see, see, he bought another five bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> but as a as their daughter, do you feel like, oh, my dad really loves my mom when he does things like that? Uh, like, I think it's easier to tell the but that the guy loves the wife, right? If he doesn't spoil her much, but suddenly he buys something. You know what I mean? As compared to if he constantly buys shit for then you'll just be like, oh. Also, your dad constantly buys okay. stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So it becomes normalized? La. Yeah, it becomes ah. normalized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's one, one, one trick for me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe two years don't buy Zina stuff, and then buy something. Oh, I think during I the think three years she will start like what's <laughs> Does happening? she still love me? <laughs> yeah. She's like calculating with every year at hundred dollars. That's how <laughs> I'm Wow. For real? So I'll be I'll say to my dad, I say, uh, I don't think you bought me a birthday gift for the past five years. So now you owe me an iPhone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Previously we talked about this other thing also, like girls and guys, the difference when going to clubs or sell deals. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I think the whole clubbing experience is very gendered, right? Yes. It is, yeah. I once got scolded, not scolded, almost wasn't let into. I will bleep out the name again, but. <laughs> okay. Because I was not wearing heels. And I got scolded at the fucking gate, like at the door. Oh. Yeah. The bouncer scolded you. The door bitch. Why? Was like. You're too casually dressed. Then I was like, oh, am I? <laughs> no, but what, what kind of footwear were you No, doing? I was wearing a bodycon, okay. but I was wearing like flats. Ah, okay. Then that's like normal, like, like normal, yeah. like combo that I go in one normally. Then she's like, oh, next time uh, heels are required. Then so I was just serious. Like, Bitch, how come I must wear heels? Like, huh? What if I can't fucking walk in heels? Yeah. What if I have a condition that prevents me <laughs> from wearing heels? Hello? <laughs> I cannot pluck ever, is it? You shouldn't blip it. Why? But I still want to go to the <laughs> 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 it's free entry now. So Maybe you'll trigger a change. I think they're not strict now. No, but I it's think it, it could be just that particular door bitch, right? Cause no, I feel like there now is a lot more legs. I don't know whether it's a trend thing, but you know when we were like 17, 18, yeah. no, not 17, don't, we do not condone <laughs> underage clubbing, 18, 18. It's like, uh-huh. it's like you have to wear heels. You have to wear slutty clothes. Oh, but now it's like when you go to Zoop, you just wear fucking track pants and slipper, you also can go. Uh. It's like very yeah, street now. Oh, now guys can wear shorts as well. It's a trend now though. Yeah, now it's like very street, like yeah, all comfort, like, all baggy shit. Then last time it's like bodycon, must be black, oh, yeah. must be stilettos, what damn high platform heels, must do like the slutty makeup. ass makeup. So if you go to a club now, we do slutty ass makeup. No, I don't you don't shit. have to anymore. <laughs> I just like wear pajamas. Like, uh, total recall, okay. <laughs> what the? But it's like that, right? Like you have to dress a certain way to get in. Like sometimes okay. this is last time. I think now there's not so much of a disparity. But last yeah. time it's like if you're not chill enough, okay, it's yeah. fucking sian. Or like if you're not um hot enough, you're not then, even invited. Yeah. Then, or you go in and everybody just fucking ignores you. Or like, you don't get guest list. Yeah. Oh my god, then, when you want to get guest list, then they'll be like, how many girls? Then, then oh, right. they will ask us to stand photo oh, of the girls. For real? Yes. And then, I must go and scroll through my Instagram and pick like the sluttiest photo I ever took. Send like, to who? Like the, the, what's that called? Uh? The person with the guest list, like the, 
promoter the promoter okay. so we'll be like oh uh, three girls then they'll be like okay send pics then I have to ask my friend like hey this one's slutty enough or not then we'll all send all picky pics then confirm go in lah but if you send like a normal shoe new year's pic okay. you think you can get in man cannot what wow okay I didn't know that so it's like you purposely have to portray yourself as more like is slutty yeah. very stereotype like is it a bad word to use but it's slutty, just but sex sell like, yeah 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 you just need to yeah. be like real sexy and be like I show my boobs I show my I'm wild I'm like uh, very seductive then then they will let you in I mean not to the extent that they won't let you in but they will be very hostile la. like if you wear a fucking sexy dress to the club mm. oh yeah it's weird it's cool. what dress? Maxi. maxi dress so like oh. full length dress yeah it's just weird yeah but guys That's don't have weird. that what do guys guys like you can pay then good way yeah. you pay then you can wear you don't you can be like naked you also can go but I think there's That's a true, difference uh, right <laughs> you, you were gonna have like free entry to yeah like if you are free entry you just have to use your body <laughs> to sell yourself but guys you just have to pay off yeah, yeah but they don't even have the option to have like body. that free entry do guys feel a bit like no as I said not, the, not the paying part but like the fact that like you can't even like you're just the same as all the other guys you can't even actually some most of the time you can't even tell who is the one that paid for the fucking table oh right? yeah because yeah. all the guys look the same all the guys look the same it's ouch it's not like you, you you can tell who is the richer guy. Yeah. Unless like he wears suit or what, but nobody does that anymore. Everyone wears shirt, yeah, we yeah. all look the same now, it's true. So you pay but nobody even knows that you pay. But usually the guys will share. Oh yeah, they, that's, those are like the peasant peasant oh guys. My. Peasant guys. <laughs> Peasantry. Because <laughs> if you're not a peasant, you will buy your own table. But you will still ask the other guys, even if you are like the richest guy in Singapore. The guys that go with you, you also ask them to pay, right? True. If, if a guy goes with you, you will ask the guy to sleep with you, right? You know? Mm. I think in general, okay, this is the next. Um, so number one, we talk about uh, personal care. Cost more for women, right? Yeah. So I guess clubs and bars cost more for men. Without question. Clubs and bars. Yeah, true. Without la. question. La, right? We have to pay for the women. Have you paid to go oh. into a club before? With friends, yes. Oh, I really, 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 really. Oh. <laughs> I'm very cheap scared. So that means you dress slutty and all lah. Yeah lah. Send pics. Like, to be uncomfortable for 3 hours and and then save like 100, 100 bucks um, or 60 bucks. Obviously, I choose to be uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. Let's stop talking about clubs because we are getting quite old now. <laughs> Next, we talk about long-term care. Do you think it costs more for care. women or men? Let Faith answer first. Okay. Long-term care as in what kind of expenses are we looking at? Um, long-term care it kind of means like when you're getting old like taking care of yourself when you're old so like retirement and all that mm-hmm. and like medication and all that health uh, yeah yeah I don't think gender specific though but rather your health condition because like both That's sets true. of my grandparents yeah it's quite true a lot, actually. but it's right it's gender specific right I mean, yep. not exactly gender-specific, but in general. I mean, in a financial sense, because statistically, women live much longer than men. Okay. So, so in, in terms... Die first. Yeah, generally, we die first. Now. <laughs> Which is kind of good. Ah. Zina says that I cannot die first. She said that she must die first. Cannot. Yeah, I think I will prefer the Very high chance the guy will die first. Yeah. Statis- statistically, we are supposed to die at 83. Then women are supposed to die at 89, if I'm not wrong. Okay, la, I mean, it's like what, five, six years more? 
Six years is a long time. Eh. <laughs> and when you're at that age, like time passes so slowly. Yeah, sure. yeah so in terms of number-wise, women are supposed to have a higher long-term care cost. Okay, simply because we live longer. Yes. Yeah. So we have like an average of six years more of cost to pay than men. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which, if you think about it, six years, it's pretty it's, a lot. Yeah, right? it's quite a lot. Some of the cost got, uh, goes higher like the older you are. But technically when you're older... the sicker you are. Or, yeah, but then it depends on how the state of your health. I mean, technically, if you reach that age, right, even if you don't have things like cancer and all that, that like, is that kills you <laughs> you typically already have some a lot of chronic diseases ma. yeah like so I actually calculated diabetes la high blood pressure la what shit yeah. you counted yes so I counted right in a span of 5 years that the additional amount you, you need to survive can be up to about 500k wow in, or 5 years yeah just for an additional 5 years you might need an additional $500,000 because inflation and as you mentioned like the increased medication costs, diabetes, yeah, cholesterol, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Imagine now when we are 80, 85, right? Yeah. How expensive it will be. It will be way more expensive. Yeah. yeah. And you might need a maid to take care of you to assist your daily life. You know. Yeah. But it's very ironic, I feel, because of the income disparity. Like, oh, we, yeah. we, we are supposed to pay more when we are old. Like, we already know that. And we are paying more now on like personal care and all that but women earn, still earn a lot lesser than men right do you agree okay anyway we're all in, in different industries now. so what are your personal experiences on income disparity wow because i've had a very different experience okay for financial advisors it's easier for girls to to get clients sex sales, uh. sex sales yeah honestly but then you have to be chill right because not all sex sales what not necessarily. Uh. If you dress in a certain way, even if you're not sure by the typical standards, you can still attract people. Uh. But do you? But the premiums are the same, right? So it's not like gender bias or anything. Uh. As if, in, if they close more, as in if a girl and a guy closes the same amount of deals that are the same amount in premiums, they earn the exact same percentage. Yeah, there's, there's no gender differentiation. Okay, okay. Why do we so messed up if there is? No, but in a lot of jobs that are what, like in the finance banking sector, but it's just higher for uh, harder for women to rise up. But that's not so explicit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but for, for financial advisory to, to say that women get less is is so direct. The thing is it's harder for the finance advisory sector to do it because you have to disclose to your employees the percentage that they get. Yeah. Like everybody should get the same. But the thing yeah. is, if you go into a traditional paying job, oh, that's true. you don't know what other people are getting right. more. Like yeah. your boss may just offer you less just because you're a woman. I think in general, right, the the sentiment is that because women have to go and give birth someday and like uh and all that, so they kind of lose out. That's why they want to pay them less, uh, maybe. Why? What has that got to do with pay? Because you have to pay for their maternity leave for if they go on maternity leave, but they are not at work, you know. But that's three months and for that to affect the whole career lifespan. The worst case is that they will leave the company. Take care of the family. Yeah. And they think that like women after they're married, right, they will be less dedicated to their jobs. Mm. Because they have so many other things to take care of, which is the opposite I feel. Mm. Yeah. But personally, because in my previous company it's like what 90% women. Ninety to hundred percent women, like there's rarely any men that can survive in our oh, that's true. environment. So 
there isn't really an income disparity as this per se because it's all women. But you and Faith used to work together, right? Um, so we were in the same um group group, but we are in different companies in the group. So but the, but the group is still female dominated. I would uh, say no. no. If no. you if you take into account if you take into account the group, then I think it's pretty equal. Yeah. But for my company, because my CEO is a female. Okay. So like I don't know, she just likes to hire females, I guess. Because <laughs> we are more hardworking. Then Faith, what about your own experience? Um, so I'm working as like an executive assistant that is like kind of like a PA lah, if you would. And I don't think there's a gender difference for PAs. But I do feel that there are a lot of jobs that are more suited for women. Eh. Oh, that's true. Like like mine, actually. Because mm. you would think that your woman is more dedicated. And also, I have this story about like the HR. Which one? <laughs> the fact that like it's better for women to do HR. Oh. Because like... You know sometimes you when you're oh, the tea. No, when you're in HR you just have to be like like okay, for example, your colleague wants to quit and then you are HR. Mm. Then you have to be like, huh, but why you want to quit le? Tell me la, tell me, tell me your troubles, tell me <laughs> Tell me your troubles. But if you're a guy, it's just weird. Like you can't say the same things. So does this mean that you admit that there's some biological differences? I think that there there is a biological difference. And both genders can do the same jobs, but they, have, they will have to take different approaches. Yeah. Mm. So if you're a guy in HR, you have to take a more like serious and or like more chill approach. Yeah. And then if you're a girl, you can just like getting all the tea. Like, hey, tell me, tell me the gossip, tell me this, tell me that. Hey, happy, happy birthday, you know. Like, you can be like the motherly. Yeah, you can be very chummy and, and motherly, also, but yeah. you can't really be a fatherly. Wait, this reminds me of a quote that I got from someone like, for guys, they just have to be professional. But for ladies, they have to be warm. Yes, yeah. I agree. Agree? I agree. Even in any other roles, I feel that's the case. Like, if you're a woman and you're just professional, right? People will just think like, oh, she's a bitch. Yeah, she must true. be a bitch. Okay, I say with lots of conviction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a bitch. But, you know, like, you have you have to be professional. You have to be smart. But you also have to be friendly. You yeah. need to smile when you meet people. You need to be warm. You need to ask me about, like, their families, their blah, blah, blah. But guys don't need a... True. Yeah. We are allowed to be yeah, cold. Yeah, and you guys are allowed to be cold. But if, a, then, girl, yeah. if a woman is cold in a job... She's like a bitch. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm sure she got no friends. I'm sure she slept away through this thing. Like, how come nobody likes her? Blah, yeah, they blah, always blah, discredit blah, blah, blah. women at the top. Yeah, they always... I feel like it's always the case. Like, if a woman is at the top, people always assume like, oh, is it she do something to get there? Like, how huh, she cannot get there by her sheer hard work. But, but I think the sad thing is this stereotype isn't only by men, but even yeah, other, by women other women also. Think, also yeah. Which is kind of sad. I think women are just quite bitchy. No, what would you think if you saw another you? Oh, what a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Right. Um, the thing about me is that when you first meet me, I'm very cold. Yeah. I think Faith can attest to that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> when... If you get to know me, like... People who have worked with me in a the company, mm. they know that I'm the I'm very like, hey, let's go and eat, let's go and yeah. blah blah. Hey, shall we do reunion dinner? Hey, shall we do this? Shall we do this? So I'm just called to like, strangers. I think then I think that's normal. But a lot of people are put off by my the strong initial... sense of yeah. oh. and also my yeah. and also my very strong sense of voice. Like, can she shut the fuck up? <laughs> How come she must shut at every meeting? How come every meeting she got something to say? I don't know. 
but whatever lah. But do you feel that like this is something that is more, is more from the older generation? Do you feel that like after the boomers release their reign, and then the the gen the millennials and the Gen Z take over, this thing will improve? I still feel that there are a lot of millennial women who don't really help other women. To be yeah, honest, I don't think so as well. Like still shit on other women now. Why? And there are still a lot of MCP men. What? No matter what generation, boomer more. Okay, more most. <laughs> <laughs> Millennial still got MCP. What? Gen Z also got MCP. So when will all the MCPs die? Because I think it's how you are raised. <laughs> so when you are MCP, your kid is very likely to follow your footsteps. Yeah, I agree. That's true. That's true. And also, like there are still a lot of. Like you know, boys' schools that espouses this. I'm not shading on the boys' school out there, but you know there are some boys' schools that espouses <laughs> these like MCP values. You know which one I'm talking about, right? I do. Yes. Oh, beat up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh, anyway, I want to talk about um, like the situation of married women okay. in my ex company. Okay. So we have this running joke in my ex company that like nobody can be attached. I mean, we are all attached, but nobody can be married really? or have kids. And we always have this joke that like, if, if we're going to have kids, right, like if you're giving birth, right, we'll be on a surgery table and like reply emails. Huh? Like, hi, baby, come here. Wait, wait, okay, okay. I, I press send first, I press send first. Like, oh! <laughs> what the heck? Because we work so much. And I don't know if there is like a bad, you know, there are like moms out there who yeah. give bad rap to like other moms. Okay, when they and, and like, like how? Um, I think when they take advantage of the system, yeah. What do you mean? For the leaves that they can get for a child when their child is sick and stuff like that. And we experienced that a lot in our in our previous company because there were a few moms, okay, like young moms lah. Okay. And they are so irresponsible and they just take the leave like free everyday MC. MC because the child MC. I mean, I think it's understandable if it happens like sporadically. Yeah. To be honest, I don't know. Like I don't know if I'm being too judgmental on them. Because okay. I'm not a mom myself, ma. Yep. I don't know how much trouble they have to yeah, go to take care of the kids. But if you stand on a like employer and colleague standpoint, sometimes it's really really hard lah because they have so many responsibilities, and then sometimes you feel like you have to take over their responsibilities just because they have a child. Like, is it possible for a mom to still like be on top of all her things? Does your company or your ex company allow remote work? They allow, but you know sometimes it's just like not. It does. It just doesn't work out because they're just unresponsive. Like, I'm sure there are moms out there who are like, super responsible, takes yeah. care of everything, takes care of their kids, takes care of their husband, takes care of the work, like tip top condition. But it's just like some women that I feel They're super moms are. That's why that's I think that's the reason why a lot of employers are like very hesitant to to hire women or pregnant women. <laughs> I mean pregnant women to be right? I feel like there's a real discrimination against them. Pregnant yeah, women. That's true. Yeah, to find jobs. Mm. But I feel like it's these kind of moms la, that give them bad rap. Like all the moms that are very capable get discredited when there are moms who have to work and have to take care of their kids but they can't. Like they are not capable yeah. enough to do it. And I mean obviously it's hard. La. I, I my, my own mom was like that. She was a working mom. So yeah. It would it be better if the hmm, if the husband provides more financial support? I think definitely right. 
Because then you can get extra help. Yeah. Them in the daycare. Yeah. Like but you know sometimes like. It's also because of societal pressure, right? I feel like it's, it goes both ways. Like last time there's societal pressure for women to stay at home, but now there's societal pressure for women to be able to do all these. Oh yeah. Like, oh, you have a child, huh? You don't work, uh. But like, you know, all the women all work now, uh. it's okay, uh. equality, yeah. equality. You should go and work, uh. it's okay one, uh. it's not yeah. that hard, uh. take care of a child only. Uh. Like people will start saying that now, but it's really not really? easy. Uh. People say that. I think there, there are people. I think women face a lot of pressure now that if I like if I'm a stay-at-home mom, mm. I feel like I'm not as capable as yeah, moms who have kids and also work and take care of the kids. Like am I an inferior mom? You know, like how come these moms can still go out and make money but I'm just home not making anything? Mm. I don't know. I don't know if there are women who feel this way. Like. We're still on this topic, right? And we feel like working moms and quality that that working moms should be able to get back to work after pregnancy and giving birth. Then what do y'all feel about guys who become house husbands? Because once again, I once again I feel like there is a how do I say this contradiction or irony. Like y'all would want more time to go back to your work, but y'all also won't feel great about a man who's housebound more. You get what I mean? I I'm to be honest, personally I'm fine. Eh. Really? Yeah, with house husbanding. Okay. Yeah. Favorite? I think if the husband is a better caretaker, then yeah, that's fine. But I will say the more important thing for me is like, whose choice is it? Like, is it the husband who wants to stay at home? Mm. Or is he forced to stay at home? But actually, he he doesn't even want to stay at home, but he just has to be a house husband because his wife earns more money. Oh. Yeah, like I will only accept if my husband wants to stay at home. If he truly wants to be a house husband, like his goal in life is to be a house husband. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are women whose goals in life is to be a housewife, yeah. right? So maybe vice versa. But I wouldn't force him to stay at home just because I earn more. Okay, but that's, that's, that's uh, based on the context that you're already in a relationship, right? So let's just say you're dating a guy yeah. and then during the first few dates, the guy says, oh, actually, I want to be a house husband for the rest of my life. I, I think I, I support female empowerment like like you uh you, you can go all the way and, and chase your work dreams or be a house yeah, I'll be like, okay bye right <laughs> yeah so I think it's different to choose to be a house husband when you have to be a house husband than yeah, you have a fucking dream your life go. to be a fucking house husband like if a girl tells me my dream is to be a housewife I'll be like what the fuck you dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> like that, that just means you have no dream True la. <laughs> Your dream is to be a housewife. True la, true la. Okay, sorry, I'm a very strong career woman. Sorry for all the people who dream to be housewives. I'm not It's Tai Tai. Tai Tai, Tai Actually, my friends will tell me they want to be Tai Tais. I mean, it's it's nice for them, but I just don't see the appeal la. But if I'm a Tai Tai, I'll still want to go and do my own shit outside. You know? Yeah. Instead of just be home and be tai tai. Yeah. But that's just who you are. Yeah, that's just funny. Sorry. Sorry for offending peeps out there. Okay. But to be honest, if a guy tells me that oh Kalil likes to tell me that his dream is to be a nomad. <laughs> then I'll be like, what the fuck? Do you say? <laughs> that's not a dream. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's different if for example the person you date has like a non-traditional job. Okay. That can be done at home. Okay. Then eventually he evolves into a house husband just because he can do his stuff at home. Like if he makes music, 
Yeah. Or you know, I don't know. He begs for leaving. I don't know. Then I think that's quite yeah. natural, lah. The naked chef. Do you see? Yes, he's not even cute actually. <laughs> if okay, you, I digress. If you take a long look at his face, he's like okay only. <laughs> but yeah. It'd be weird if I took a long look at his face. How do you watch the naked chef? No, it's it's just Facebook ads. Oh. I think <laughs> I, I don't like, watch lah. That's weird. The heck. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw this study that, that found that there is a greater conflict in relationships uh, where women earn more. The study also said that if women did more house, housework to make the husband feel better, right, then there will be less conflict. What do you think about this? So this is just a problem of a male's fragile ego, right? Yeah. Like how ironic is it? I earn more, then I go home and still must do more housework. Then the fucking guy do what? Useless lah. He's just a useless man lah. That's true. Uh. <laughs> so ridiculous. But this is a, so, a social stereotype that we cannot. It's like I earn more, but I still have to care about his feelings, will be hurt that I'm more capable. Hmm. Then I will say that that guy is a motherfucking idiot. So if, if this is the situation across most males, would you choose to stay single then? What this is like the if all men die except for one man, then will you date that man? Kind of question. I mean, but most men would have would have an ego, ah. So this study will apply to a majority of men. I will choose to be single. Faith. Same. Like it doesn't make sense for me to work harder and then still have to do more mm. back home. To be honest, I think it kind of evens out. Cause if you are a man with a fragile ego, you will go and date a woman. Whom you know is not as capable as you anyway, oh. so that your ego won't be challenged. But let's just say it's a relationship that started before you started working. Then but after you can your... tell, like, you can tell, like it's like my dad and my mom. Okay, how yeah. to tell? Like you can just tell, like the girl is a self demon and she is there to serve you, as compared to a girl like me. <laughs> I think men with fragile ego will date me. No one, uh, cause I'll just be scolding them every fucking day, and you know, people like, are attracted to how powerful you are as well, and then they want to be like a power couple. But in the end, he turns out to be like an MCP. Oh, uh, to be honest, I don't think MCPs. I think power couple and MCP type are very different. Like MCPs will never want to be in a power relationship. Well, because they want they to want sell to be right? alpha. Ah. Yeah. So if a guy wants to be in a power, like wants to be a power couple with you, right? There's yeah. a very high chance he's not MCP because MCPs will even think of that. But let's just say you don't know that it's gonna happen. Then it does happen. That you earn more, and then the the guys, uh, your husband's ego is fragile. Yeah. What would you do? It's, hmm. it's either divorce or you do more housework. Divorce lah! But how does doing more I know. housework make husband? I hire a maid to do the housework since I earn more. Yeah! Anyway. No, but you're not, so, you're not resolving the conflict. No, the conflict is just that the guy's ego is fragile. You can't change that one. And if you happen to notice it later in the marriage, it's not something you can change even then. So you will choose to divorce? Uh, I will choose to see if he can change. If it doesn't change, then bye, bitch. Then what if you have a child? Then bye, bitch. Oh, even when there's a child. Yeah. For real. Yeah, he's still the father to the child, but he's not my husband anymore, But broken family and all. Uh, okay, you cannot ask me. I'm very, I'm very controversial <laughs> on this topic, man. <laughs> I, I don't want kids. You can't ask oh, yeah, me this kind of question. What do you think, Faith? Faith is a more accurate person. 
Um, I think for me, if I have a kid, then yes, I, I might try and still make things work. But mm. I really don't understand how doing more housework you know, like, will make my it's very, It's very ridiculous, right? Like, <laughs> how come when a kid comes into question, the woman has to be the one that gives in and sacrifices? If we have a kid, then the husband can, can do the housework. Because we have a kid, he's a dad. Why yeah, he cannot sacrifice for the kid? Why I must sacrifice for the dad? He didn't want to give birth. It's kind of like what I can do on my end as well. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so that was my I think, to be honest, I'll have a conversation first. Okay. I'll be like, like, okay, you already know I earn more. You already know you're not capable. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you're also done. <laughs> because honestly, in my situation with Xenia, I feel that the situation is going to be that I'll become a house husband simply because of the flexibility of my job okay. and because she plans to go into MFA and UN and all that kind of stuff and she might even be attached overseas. But the thing is, it's different, right? I mean, I don't know if there's a difference in definition, but you can be a house husband, but you can still be earning. True lah. But... Is there a difference compared to house husbands who don't earn an income? Like how traditional housewives, they don't earn an yeah. income at all. If you don't earn an income at all, then you just have to be dependent on your other half, ma. It's like how your mom, um, not your mom, la, but like moms that don't, yeah. they are housewives. <laughs> moms that are housewives, like, they just listen to their husband. Because yeah. they need the husband's money, ma. Mm. I think that's really sad. If your house husband, then you got no income, then you just listen to me, la, fuck. Providing for the damn family. Well, I'm like an MCP but the female version. Yeah. Oh my. I think it's very extreme. La. I, I think even if I want my husband, even if we discuss and he says that he's an outsourcer, I'll be like, okay, let's figure out like, can you make some money on side? Like, you know, mm. deep income. Mm. To make it fair. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it's really very, it's too much of a disparity if one side doesn't earn any money. Like, yeah. It's a true. problem, I feel. But it depends yeah. on how much the female counterpart is earning all. Well, yeah, but I feel like both still need to like contribute la, just to make the other person feel better about himself. True, true. Yeah. And give him some, you know, empowerment. Then what do you feel about social stereotypes? Let's just, let's just say, let's just say Joey and I, we are a couple and then she earns more money. <laughs> <sighs> and she earns more money than me. Okay, then, then you've got friends going all around and saying, ah, why Chris, he earns so little money. Then you're like the... Oh, I'm very aggressive, so you don't need to worry. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll score your friends? Yeah, I'll be like, what, what, what's your fucking problem? You can follow in my life? Huh? Huh? Your husband, you think very good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I don't care. La. Okay, I, I it depends don't... on the personality. La. To be honest, like, if you can accept the idea of having a house husband, there's a lot of the time you won't, you are the type that not, do not really care about other thing when you want. Because if you True. care, then you won't even accept the notion of like, having a house husband. You'll be like, oh, cannot, 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 cannot. Right? Like, I think I'm more afraid of how my husband would feel though, if I have friends like that. But sometimes, oh, you know, yeah. if you are Especially too afraid like, of the what the person feels, it's like you over-coddle. Oh, that's true. Actually, like, you're okay. Wah. Then you're just like, are you okay? You want me to do the housework? <laughs> it's okay. You, 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 you have been there for No, but then you just like... The person feels very useless if you're not doing it all. It's like, sometimes I think it's over-coddling also. Ah, yeah. The, the most important thing is open communication. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And what about investment day? Women and investing is a controversial topic, right? Yes. <laughs> I feel that as a woman and a fellow shopaholic, yes. Faith over here is a fellow shopaholic. <laughs> <laughs> However, 
So <laughs> Alcoholic Anonymous Club. Go Zara sale four times. That's oh, that, that was Jerry. Yeah. I feel like men always judges women. Men always judge women when they spend on like we would like to we like to say, oh I I invest or I invest in bags. I invest okay. in my shoes. Yeah. And the man will be like, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> what do you mean you invest in bags? What does the what man thought the yeah. table think? No la. Look at his mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's politically correct. No, but why why can I buy bags? Like as you said, no, like, like guys. Do you see bags as an investment? In oh. a financial sense, no la. Huh? It is! That was not. a no already. You mean you're gonna resell it? If yeah. you okay, yeah. If you want to resell it and y'all can earn, then okay. By all means, that's yeah. But you know, traditionally, that would be the reply that they give, right? They're like, huh? No, who is better investment? No, but that's because I don't know that it can be resold at a higher price. Oh, it can. Yeah. You didn't know. It's like the same know. as watches, what? You collect and you can sell. Same as art pieces. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say, like art pieces, are like alternative investment. So if bags are like that, then then by all means, go and do it. I'll, I'll invest in you to buy wow. bags that can be sold for me, ah. Wow, if okay, my new business idea. Husband, I know, right? To invest in bags. Wow, that's the most amazing <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, I'll do it honestly. Okay. To be honest, I think bags have pretty high returns. Eh. They do, they do. If For you manage to buy some rare, find some rare ones. You know, like now the very there's like it's very trendy now the gap bag like the like last time them auntie the, one. The clutch one. No, like the like the damn short strap that gap here one. Okay. Like the baguette, it's called a baguette. Okay, baguette. You know now you're trying to find those that are in the nineties, right? From the nineties, it's fucking expensive. Oh okay, that's that's cool. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I mean it's trend driven, but yeah. But personally, I feel like. Hey, then you also an investment firm in bags, eh? Oh my god! If I hey, have the capital, you say you say in the podcast, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Okay, bleep, 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 bleep. Anyway, personally, I feel that it's better to invest in bags than shoes. Yeah. Although at the start. We say that women buy shoes and men buy power whatever shit. But <laughs> to be honest, I think it's easier to resell bags. And it's easier to use a bag and still let it be pristine than you wear shoes. Yeah. Hey, you wear the tube pristine lama. What about the legendary Christian Louboutins? I feel like all those are splurges for yourself, but they are not really investments. Mm. Yeah. Investments for bags are more like Chanel. Yeah, because um, bag you can use it and still make it look brand new. Oh my god, I was watching, you know, I'm re- re-watching the mermaid show, Legend of the Blue Sea. Oh yes! Then there's this homeless woman in the show. <laughs> so there's a very wise thing she said. She said, so it was raining, right? Then she said like, look at the, the girls out there. Mm. They all look like they're carrying branded bags, right? But you guys see the people who use the bag to cover the head, right? From the shoe from the ring, yeah, right? All fakes. Well, the only person with the real one will cut the bag like it's them <laughs> But I think it depends on who buys cool. it though. No, I feel like no matter who buys it, if it's branded, it like, it's your, it it's more in la. your mind that it's branded. Even if your fake is like, a a a a a a a top grade fake. Like, look exactly the same, feels exactly the same. You already know your mind is fake. Mm. But actually, maybe other people can even tell. Yeah. But you know your mind is fake, so you'll treat it like it's a fake. <laughs> but I think for me, it's funny. You know, Kate's fake is like a low entry brand, right? So yeah. my mom got that for me. But when it rained, I used that bag no, to but cover my head. Maybe actually, if your mom buys Chanel. <laughs> I think. Chanel, leh! Chanel used to shield your head while Jie is destined to be a rich girl. <laughs> she no. just uses bags as umbrellas. <laughs> 
Okay, I think it depends on how heavy the rain is as well. If it's just a light drizzle, I would kind of use the back to show my head. Well, I'll totally shield myself from the back. I would do it. <laughs> the rain from the I would do. Yeah, like your briefcase, you treat like baby, right? Yeah, it's my baby. You love the briefcase? Okay, can I ask you? <laughs> I that's because I don't place a lot of importance on material goods. I mean, it's a good to have. True, I guess different will differ. But I place lots of importance. Yeah, I have to place lots of importance. <laughs> like, so to me, it's like if I spend like 7,000 on a bag. Okay. A Chanel bag is yeah, yeah, 7,000. Yeah. <laughs> Then it better last me like fucking seven thousand years. But yes, fucking last out the generations. But it's good. It's like you clean the bag nicely after. No, but you are not supposed to expose it to rain, Oh, that's in the first place. But yeah, it's start- my bag is starting to mold. So, yeah, so every once in a while, I have to actually. No, you, never mind. Clean. Sometimes you, sometimes <laughs> you just have to figure it out when you get a better bag. Okay. Yeah, I will wait for that. Day. You should. Kali should be invite me on this Kali podcast when I have a Chanel bag, and I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. We will. We'll get back to you on whether she shields herself or her bag. <laughs> okay, there's something that I want to ask y'all. So Do y'all feel that as women, y'all are more risk conscious because of the biological difference where y'all are more motherly and you have this like protective instinct. So y'all will tend to avoid risky situations, avoid the edge of the cliff. Which is why y'all wouldn't invest as much as males. There's this thing called investing gap. I think that's what you're referring to. Yeah. What was it? So basically, the fact that there's this report that says men in general have more financial confidence okay. than women. Okay. And 56% of women leave their investing decisions to their husband. That's, then, that's quite true. And then some of that's the gender pay gap that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Plus, women live longer than men, so like they have to be more conscious about the money they have when they're going old. So... Um, some experts are calling like all these barriers the investing gap that stop women from investing as heavily or as much as men. Uh, personally, I am very risk averse. Okay. Yeah, because everybody has been telling me to buy Bitcoin. Oh. Um, but I have a lot. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's just my risk adversity at play. And but but what if I were to say that because you are because statistically women live longer. Then you need more money. Yeah. It's all the more important for you to invest. But is it um, a must to invest in high-risk stuff in order to get that money? Or is it also possible to invest in like low-risk things to get that money? So if you use if you invest in low-risk stuff, then you're gonna use a higher proportion of your monthly income. Yeah. I I will prefer that. Well, you also prefer that, right? Uh-huh. As compared to Actually no. Not really. Yeah. If it tells you that yeah, high risk example is like what? Like if you invest in stocks, shares. Then it will drop, right? It may just drop, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I There's a higher chance of fluctuation. Yeah, or? Like I I would rather put in a higher percentage and get a more steady return. But um that is also partly because I'm lazier la. It's like okay. how I don't buy Bitcoin. It's because I'm very lazy, yeah. right? I need to go and see the price and all that. Then like fluctuate, I think we'll go and see the whatever stock okay. market. I can't. But if if it's passive investing Let's just say you don't have to manage it daily. But you the, can choose a high risk or low risk. No, but the thought of the fact that my money can be gone mm-hmm. is the is the danger, right? Like it's the haunting part. But then the situation is like this. It's either you If I have a good financial advisor like you, I'll choose high risk. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is a good answer. Yeah. Okay, you were okay. saying, you were saying. Because because the situation you only have like two options. Is either you, you dedicate a higher monthly income 
but then you sacrifice a lot of your daily expenses, your shopping, yeah. Zara sale, like maybe one time. Now. Yeah. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> in my one, I'm doing that now, right? Like pretty high percentage of my income-ish. Yeah, yeah. True now. But low risk. It's, it's middle risk or middle risk. I don't know. Clearly, I don't know anything about investing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it is middle risk. Yeah, middle risk is still okay, la, I think. And to be honest, we are the wrong people to ask because we don't have fuckloads of disposable income. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But, but you, not but, just you guys, but like all of us, we are the majority, majority of the people are like that. But I do agree that a lot of my female friends are more risk averse. So that part, I agree. I, I, I agree that women are more risk averse. But Faith said she will do something different. Oh. Yeah. You will? You will take high risk? I would prefer the high risk. I think because I'm not willing to set up more of my income for okay. savings. And yeah. you're saying this is like disposable, right? So, yeah. yeah, I'm more open to that. But the high risk can don't have it. But it's money that it's I'm not confirmed return, right? Not confirmed return, yeah. But the money you set aside may make Okay, there's the saving. possibility yeah. of it going to zero, but yeah. the probability. It's very it. low. Yeah. There is no high risk there la. It's still, but still considered risk. No, but high risk. The risk is the percentage that it may go to zero. But if the probability is very low, then it's not high risk. But high risk is like 50%, 50-50. That's fucking high risk. I would never do that. But if it's like 3%, that's not high risk. 3% out of 100% is damn low risk. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> if there's a chance that you might go down to zero, it's still considered quite high risk. Uh. I mean, if you fucking sway, then you just gonna the three percent, I mean, like for example, okay, this this one I, I get your thirty one percent of women. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> a study said that thirty one percent of women don't invest because they fear losing everything. That thirty one percent is me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you in the thirty one percent? No lah, no. she thinks high risk oh. Like she's in the seventy three percent. What? I think Oh my god. <laughs> this is why you are not What's that? <laughs> oh, this is why Chris is my financial advisor. <laughs> ah, I have to talk about my own investing experience, eh? But I have no experience, what? You mean like how I put aside my money? Eh? No, no, but. Sorry, I read clueless. <laughs> um, my own investing experience is I texted uh, Chris texted me and I was like okay let's meet and then he's like you want to invest and I was like okay so basically don't do that yeah, trust the wrong way of doing it no but I guess if you really trust the person then that's okay but we weren't even that close oh okay yep. then don't guys but it turned out well huh disclaimer where's my money it's growing oh is it yeah okay but basically um, how I put aside money for investing I never really put aside the basically I just asked him to calculate for me. <laughs> and he's like, I think you should put aside this amount for your this, 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 and this amount for your this. Then I just like, okay. And then when I put in the money, I just see whether I can survive each month without the money. And turns out okay. I could. It's like pretty painless for me. Okay, so that was a thought process. Yeah. Like Because you already did the expenditure thing for me, what? Yeah. So by right, if I'm not a crazy Shopaholic, it will work out, right? If you're not. Yeah, and turns out I'm just an average shopaholic. <laughs> <laughs> crazy shopaholic, so it worked out. Okay. Actually, quite painless, eh? Really? Yeah. How much should I put aside, ah? Uh, I think with your with your your prudential one, I think total is like six hundred. Six hundred. Wow. I'm rich. Yeah. Yeah. Kedisa got to commend you because you honestly put quite quite a big sum of money per hey. month hey. into growing it. Then, Faith, so, how will you decide if? A certain amount is okay to put into investments. 
I don't know. I think for me, because I prioritize shopping a lot, I'm still okay. not at that stage. Okay. Yes. How can you say you prioritize <laughs> shopping? She, she has taken over the shopaholic name. I, <laughs> I say I try not to shop. Then she said I prioritize shopping. <laughs> no, as in I'm trying. But for me, shopping is still a priority. Like I will still want to indulge every month. Yeah, it, yeah, it sounds yeah, yeah, very yeah. short term and horrible. But, but do you cap the indulgence? That's, that's the thing, I don't. Maybe you so, should cap the indulgence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm working towards that. I'm okay. Towards yeah. But I think how I decide on how much money I can save is basically how much money I'm left with after shopping. Okay. Yeah. I know that's like a big no-no. Girl, does she need like, help? <laughs> she needs lots of help. Like, you, yes. you can't really see his face right now, but he looks very, very concerned Concern. for me. <laughs> just like, how do I save this girl from destruction? But did, do you feel like FOMO I'm pretty sure you have like financial advisor friends on social media. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some I of them. I have lots of financial advisor friends <laughs> on, on my social media, including this motherfucker beside me. <laughs> every day at Lucas oh, yeah. Lim. <laughs> Lucas Lim, all those like every day post. I'm just like, fuck, how many times must I see this same shit every day? Every day tell me how to use my CPF. Every day tell me. <laughs> Which car I should buy, second hand or first hand, and which credit card I should sign. I'm just like mute. Oh, but I find those very informative though. Like I, I don't actually oh, yeah, I don't actually reach out to tell them that, that it's very informative. But you will go and Yeah, but I read the I info. actually do read the info. To be honest, I think I'm in the mid, like I'm like halfway through the thing. Because like a lot of the things they suggest I already have, right? Yeah. Or like I already signed something or yeah. I already have credit cards. So I'm yeah. just like, okay, it's okay. Yeah, I think I'm at that phase where I'm considering. So that's mm. why all these actually... But that's do good. you feel formal? Because you know like at a certain age, like around yeah. our age, right? A lot of people start having like savings plans. Yeah. Then you don't feel formal. Yeah, like you feel like you no, are like, not together like, enough. Am, am I not adult enough? Yeah, right? so you, you start looking into something. So it, it's more like a peer pressure kind of thing, which we talked about in our previous episode. Mm. To, that will push you to, to put aside. I think it's not just peer pressure, but rather I'm also at the age where you feel like it's time for you to be responsible yeah, I know and, and be mature and you know. yeah. what, right. at what age do you think is suitable to start? To be honest, I think it's our age now. We are turning 25, mid-20s. I think that's the best time to start. Okay. Because to me, when you just turn 21 to 24, mm-hmm. it's your time to have fun. Because you're only early 20s for once in your life. You should just go True do la. all the shit you want. Travel, club, party, fuck it. Then 25, then you're like, okay, now I'm a fucking adult. Yeah. True la, true la. I mean, if I were to put half in half of the practical hat and half of the financial advice hat, I would agree la. Why can't it be the same hat? Because if I, if, I were to, if I were to keep just the financial advisor hat on, I would say the best time to invest is yesterday. Oh my god, that's so fucking cliche. I can't. But you know a lot of financial advisors are like, oh, you know you're still a student, you should start, you're 18, you should start. And it's really pressurizing because like, I'm 18 only, you know. But like back then it didn't really kick in. Like it it was only at that moment where you feel like, oh my god, yeah, I should start studying. No, actually I feel like this whole like, oh, you should do it when you're still a student, only it's coming in now. Last time when we were like 18, nobody... I was really targeted. Okay, really? maybe because I look very tall. Whenever, I, whenever <laughs> I look like a student, people just skip me. So they, they would, and then when they know my age, they're like, yeah, but actually if you have a part-time job, you should start saving, simply because That's the compounding interest and stuff like that is a lot no more. No, compounding interest. But yeah, what fifth yeah. is right? Compounding interest I just think is it's, crazy. I just, think, I just think it's way too much. Which is why, okay lah, my personal philosophy that I always tell friends is that 
there's no point to live like a pauper now just mm-hmm. to live like a king in the future sure. I want to live like a king now and like a king in the future <laughs> <laughs> but then the way to do that is to earn a lot now yeah. and also be able to invest now try my best yeah. yeah and I think we're going to talk about this in the next episode about uh, passive income and like side hustles to increase the earning power yeah yeah. Um. Before we end this episode, right? Since mm. it has been like, in just, <laughs> why don't do you think you can suggest some forms of investment that like suit women more in in wow. the in the in the sense that like you know you know women are generally risk averse or whatever like because of the biological difference are there certain investments that suit women more or you would suggest to like your female clients more or is it like just the same actually generally. Okay, so now the way investments work is that you're, it's, start, it's starting to become very popular and common where you have like three different portfolios to choose from where you can choose between low risk to high risk. So like low, middle, high. So there's no like specific uh, financial instrument that's, that's particularly good for women. Like any, any instrument can work because you are able to choose what kind of risk you want to go into. Okay. Yeah. I think since you guys know that women live longer now, it's like they didn't know before. <laughs> I mean, yeah, instinctively you feel like you need to protect your money even more. Do look into investing, la, especially if you are around like the mid 20s yeah. now. Or oh, when you start working on. And also, don't yeah. let men tell you that bags are not investment. <laughs> but if you are buying a Zara bag, then yeah, it's not investment. Yeah, it's not investment. Charles and Kim was not investment, yeah. la, by the way. <laughs> Must be at least like Chanel. La. The Chanel is like, oh, um, LV. Uh, that one is so basically, bags that can be resold at a higher price or at a profit. Yes. yes. And also, yeah. even if you buy an expensive bag, you yeah. cheat sh- If you can't take care of it, then it's not investment. Anymore. If you can't take care of your bags, then uh, just go and stick to your Charles and Kim. Thanks. Okay, as a guy, I, I endorse that and I'll uh, invest in that. Yeah. Okay. Basically, if. Chris doesn't end up marrying Xenia, yeah, y'all can find him because he will invest <laughs> in his wife's investment in banks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Faith. Thank you, Faith, for joining us. And um please subscribe. Like and follow. And please like my Instagram post. I'm and very share. sad. How come nobody like? <laughs> I don't We're know. new. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please Very follow young. us. Also, we have Twitter now. It's self underscore finance because you can't put full stop in the name. So if you got anything you want to chat with us about or you need any advice from Chris, you can just DM us or tweet at us, Seth underscore finance. On Twitter. Instagram is Seth.finance. And then um next episode we're gonna talk about jobs. And so passive income. Passive income, how to freelance, um what kind of starting pay you should ask for if you graduated from uni or if you didn't go to uni. So basically any situation. Uh. Check us out. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you. CNY goodies. And invest your own money. Shut up. JK. You were like shouting. Okay, bye. Bye bye.